0: Welcome to MicroKey On Air's second ever podcast. I am your ever engaging and witty host, Meredith Stone, director of our MicroKey University. I am joined today by MicroKey Solutions president and co-host with the most, Victoria Farrow. How are you today, Victoria? I'm doing fantastic. And we are also very excited to introduce our esteemed key feature guest of today's podcast, Wes Yusei. He is the president of Guardian Alarm Systems. We are so glad to have you here today. Wes, how are you?
1: I am great. Happy to be here.
0: Well, Wes, it's great to have you on and we're looking forward to your feature segment with Victoria. Today's podcast is all about getting you, our listeners, at least two keys to success that boost the efficiency and profitability of your business and to give you at least one giggle or a groan to let off dress from your day. Now alert the monitoring station. It's time to dispatch the key feature of today's MicroKey On Air podcast. Victoria, if you could please do the honors of a proper introduction of our guest, Wes, and let's learn some secrets to success that we can all apply. Victoria?
2: Thanks, Meredith. I am very honored to welcome our very first guest on MicroKey On Air, Mr. Wes, you How are you doing today?
1: I am great, Victoria. I'm happy to be here.
2: Thank you so much for joining us. Super excited to have you with us as our first esteemed guest. And I know I've known you for approximately 20 years, and you have known MicroKey for 25 years. So we have a very long relationship, and I know that you have some really key and interesting information to share with our guests today. So I'd like to start out talking a little bit about your origin story. I always think it's interesting to hear how people um, landed in the security alarm industry. And from my experience with you, I know that you have an interesting story. So would you mind sharing with our guests how you got here and um, how you started Guardian?
1: Well, I, um, I probably have a pretty common story, actually, that's similar to a lot of people that have found themselves in the industry. And, uh, and that is, I probably found myself, honestly, in the industry by accident. You know, <laughs> I've been doing this since I was 19 years old. And when I first began in the industry, I was working for a company and I just found security very interesting. And so as I began... Back in those days, it was really pre-internet, believe it or not. you If you wanted an education on security, you had to do a lot of reading. And so that's what I found myself doing as a young person, just reading a lot about security and how to do it correctly. And so um, at the age of 24 years old, I decided to step out and start my own business, which is what I did. And then... Um, Uh, People would really find this crazy. Uh, With only 800 accounts, we opened a central station. Wow. And, you know, that would be unheard of in today's terms. But that's when my relationship with MicroKey began. I began looking for a central station automation platform. uh, And that's where our relationship began. And uh, like many people, I probably learned more from the mistakes I've made over the years uh, than my experience, but um, it's been so a were, great ride.
0: Were you,
2: were you looking to start your own monitoring station from a, a control perspective, from a customer service perspective? Did you just like, um, not have a good experience with the contract monitoring station you were working with? What, what made you think, yes, we could do this and we could do it better?
1: I knew from a business perspective that being able to control every aspect of my business was important for the customer.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, when you own your own central station, really what you have is the ability to control that customer experience from front to back. And at the time uh, when I opened the central station, believe it or not, I, I'm in a pretty small market. There was five other central stations in the very same city. Wow. And I'm the only one standing. And so one, really? one might think I'm either the smartest guy in the city or the <laughs> dumbest guy in the city. And depending on what day it is. <laughs> is gonna, is, uh, yeah, I'd probably feel the same way.
2: Wow, that is that's amazing. Yeah. So, from an installing and monitoring station perspective, um, you know, you were the you were a young person. You jumped into this into this really deep and interesting market and business. What do you attribute to your success and longevity? First of all, how long have you been? How long have you been in business and and how long have you operated your own monitoring station?
1: Uh, Been in business for right at thirty years. And have been operating a station for the, the, the greater part of those 20, 20 26, seven years, something like that. So
2: what's the what's what do you attribute to your success?
1: Um, I think the way we approach our customer uh, to begin the relationship and, and I'll elaborate on that a little bit. Um, if, if someone's on this podcast and they're interested in security, uh, we, we kind of know that the security industry is a very tight fraternity. And sometimes we we have a very acute or, or, or narrow perspective. And I, the common person out there today has a greater need for security than ever before. Yet our industry in many ways has devalued its offering to people. You know, 25 years ago, we would sell a two, three, four thousand dollar security system in someone's home or business, and that wasn't a problem. And then it ended up becoming these, you know, very low-cost lick and stick type systems, and we devalued that offering. Mm-hmm. And even today, with the entrance of Amazon and Google and simply Safe. the consumer has more options than ever before. And our industry still has this, this, you know, sense of needing to devalue what it does. But if you really look at your client, their need for security has never been greater. Right. So when you take a different approach from everyone else, you just need to understand when you walk into someone's home or business that they're calling you for a reason, and that that reason's important, and as a result, valuable to them. Mm-hmm. But once you do put in a system, you really need to provide that level of service that meets their expectation to retain that customer for a long period of time. And so we do a lot of small things, like our operators when they answer the phone would say, "Hi, my name's Victoria, and I can help you."
2: Mm.
1: And we, we do that so that that operator feels, or that person feels responsible to help that person. In reality, they might not be able to help them, Mm
2: -hmm. but they
1: feel responsible to get them to the person or department that can help them.
2: Wow. I love that. So
1: it's all about customer experience because, you know, you've always heard people never remember what you say, but they always remember how you made them feel.
2: Mm -hmm. So would you say from a business perspective, are you more a technical person? Are you more a salesperson? Are you a visionary? Or would you say that um, you're made up of equal parts?
1: Thank you for adding made up of equal parts, because that's probably what I would have to say. You know, I started in the attic, of course, and, and then I learned how to sell these type of systems because I had a family to feed, <laughs>
0: Mm -hmm. And now that
1: my business has grown, I'm in a position where you have to understand the financial side and the longevity of the business. So I I certainly wouldn't say that I'm an equal part of all those three or I wasn't, Mm
2: -hmm. but I'm
1: growing and becoming that, you know, as I mature in the business.
2: Now, you and I chatted a little bit um, before before we started our recording and you indicated that actually... Um, now more than ever, you are extremely busy from your installing and monitoring perspective. Um, what's going on in your market? What do you attribute this recent growth to?
1: Yeah, I mean, everybody. I think everyone in the security industry right now is busy. Mm-hmm. I mean, what? Whether it's post COVID and every and there's a lot of money in the economy that's being spent currently. I. I think that's a large part of it. Okay. You know, I think what's odd about the industry right now is that even though everyone's really busy, there's a sense that there's change in the air as well. Mm -hmm. You know, attrition is uh, if people were honest and track attrition, they would probably see that they have a lot of counts falling off or people don't place the value on a monitored alarm system that they did 15, 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. And so there's that struggle and whether it be some of the national installing companies or customers going to Best Buy to buy a product that competes with what you do, even though everyone's busy, there's still a sense that that things are changing.
2: Talking about change, um, in addition to being the owner of Guardian and, you know, working daily in that business. I know that um, you are also a principal owner of Checked Video Monitoring. Can you talk to me a little bit about how you, you know, how you transitioned into, you know, that part of the business? You know, where did you see a need and you decided to fill it yourself and then it evolved from there? Tell us, tell us how you evolved into this, this second business that you're, that you're actually part of?
1: Sure. Um, You know, Checked, Checked is just that it's a video monitoring platform, but what it simply does is it allows a security company to transition from traditional intrusion systems where an operator can't see and it allows an operator to receive those alarm signals they're currently receiving, and then be able to have that advantage of being able to see the protected premises and make a a more accurate assessment of what's happening there. Um, Being a company that's been in business for a long time, uh, like we have, um, about seven or eight years ago, uh, we had a big account fall away from, from us and go to another vendor. And, and, and like everyone, we, we know that the false alarm rate is roughly 99%, you know, mm-hmm. that, that when we're dispatching law enforcement, there's not an emergency or there's not a real need for law enforcement. And so I started looking for a solution to bring into our station that worked with microkey. In my case, I had to, you know, my, My operators are running microkeys. So I needed something that worked with that. And as I started looking for that solution, I realized that it wasn't there. Mm -hmm. And so I I tell people now our our product is sold globally. Mm -hmm. Um, But I tell people we didn't get into the video monitoring business to be a Me Too product. We got into the video monitoring business because we believed there were some things foundationally wrong that we wanted to correct. And so this this product, and I know this isn't a commercial for the product, but this small product allows a security company to take any alarm system and any video system and blend them into a single solution and when needed, deliver video into the central station. Um, What we've learned and benefited from as a security company uh, is last month, for example, we had four apprehensions. Mm -hmm. Uh, last year we had three apprehensions with canines Mm. Uh, so we 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 can now design systems that actually have a chance of catching people and when you do that it greatly increases the value in the consumer's mind uh, when they realize that you're designing a system that possibly could catch the people that are burglarizing their property
2: so you talked earlier about you know, the industry's devaluing the service that we provide. Um, based on your experience, do you think that video integration with these systems is really a bridge or a link to add that value back into the systems that everybody's installing? Do you think yeah. that that this is really... that? Not only just from, you know, from a commercial perspective, but, you know, from just like a consumer perspective, you had mentioned Ring earlier in our conversation. So people are used to that type of self uh, monitoring. So having a familiarity with the video aspect and adding the value with the video aspect is that. Is going in with that value proposition, do you think that that is where our future is or our short term future in, in the security alarm industry?
1: A hundred percent. I mentioned earlier that in the consumer's mind, security's never been more important. Mm-hmm. But if you were to ask the common consumer what they would perceive in security being, they're, they're going to tell you cameras.
2: Mm -hmm. But
1: yet when you ask our industry what security is, we're going to say intrusion. Yeah. (laughs) Um, You know, if if someone's on this podcast listening and I were to ask a question like this, how many times have you gone to the same location and installed an alarm system and a camera system in the same location? Mm
2: -hmm.
1: The answer would be several, dozens, hundreds, maybe even thousands of times. The fact that you would go put an alarm system and a camera system in a Taco Bell or a jewelry store or a plumbing contractor's business and the operator not have access to that valuable Mm -hmm. information at the time of potential emergencies occurring is baffling um, because that's what our industry has done. And it's done it across the world. Mm -hmm. And, And this solution that we built really solves that. You know, uh, our operators are now receiving the signal in microkey, the other screen lights up and we get pre and post alarm video of what caused that alarm to occur. And so with that information, the operator's voice changes. He or she mm-hmm. now has valuable information and just the way she communicates with the customer is, is just far more professional and meets the customer's expectations you know, I if, if you think we talked about consumers need for security has never been more important. Mm-hmm. Well, if you're the owner of a liquor store, for example, you're going home and your sleep is valuable to you. Mm-hmm. You want to go to your daughter's softball game or you want to go on vacation for a few days and you want to lay your head down at night and go to sleep because your business is demanding. What that person's gonna pay to have the level of security to ensure his business is properly protected is a lot more than than $49 or $39 a month. They'll pay whatever it takes to go to sleep if they have a solution that'll allow them to do that. But when we're going in and putting in an alarm system and it's warranting a two hour or three hour or even no response, we shouldn't wonder why they're migrating to maybe even a do-it-yourself system that's going to sure. send a notification to their phone. Sure. Because the common consumer today knows that that system's uh, without some type of verification is not going to warrant the response that's going to meet their expectations.
2: So I have two follow up questions. Um, The first follow up, you talked about the operators being able to speak um, with more authority because they know they have eyes that almost would be the equivalent of boots to the ground to see what's going on at the premise. Do you find um, do you find that they feel more stressed um, having to view video um, than prior to you bringing video on into the monitoring stations from, you know, from a, a A professional perspective. No, no, that's a
1: great, that's a great question, Victoria, that, that you'd ask that. And, and my answer would be no, you know, the largest turnover employees in a security company is those operators because an operator that does not have enough information that wants to do his or her job. Well, What ends up happening is they're calling somebody and they're asking for a code, and the customer saying, What could it be? That operator knows better than anybody that they don't have any information that can help that person. Right. So the operator's doing this repetitive job over and over and is having a negative experience every time they speak to the customer. We have found the opposite to be true that when they have video, they're able to help the customer. The customer's grateful for the the information that the operator's able to do, provide, and and it makes their jobs more rewarding. Most of our operators, we have several hundred accounts that we provide video monitoring and we have several thousand accounts that we don't. And they've all said, we wish we had this on every single monitor. Uh, because of the information that allows the operator to have during their response.
2: That's really, that's a really interesting perspective. Um, the second question, the follow-up question that I had is, you will have two two different types of listeners um, to this podcast. One might be just um, alarm installers that actually put their accounts with a third-party monitoring station and others might be, um, you know, installing and monitoring stations. But from that alarm dealer perspective, that installer perspective, how do they, you know, they would, probably be really interested in this type of value add to their customers. How do they ensure that their monitoring station is providing this type of interactive video monitoring? Um, I'm sure that traditionally they're used to putting in the static cameras that are being taped, you know, locally or to a cloud. And, you know, if an event happens, then they're going to replay the video and try to, you know, disseminate what happened in like, quote, try to, you know, find, Who did who did the event or or what happened, but this proactivity, how do they ensure that their monitoring station is on board with this type of video monitoring.
1: I mean just simply ask if the central stations integrated with checked we're we're currently integrated with all the large national uh, companies. There might be a handful of regional contract stations that are not integrated with our platform yet, but we are integrated with every automation platform, so we could be done very quickly. Sure. Um, the, the, you know, the biggest challenge I see with companies is is um, how they represent it. They oversell it. They try to talk too much and the consumer doesn't need that. hmm You know, really how you sell this type of service is you walk in and say, what makes my company different from my competitors is when this alarm goes off, our operators can see. Mm. Generally speaking, the consumer is going to nod their head and say, that's what I want. And you've just differentiated yourself from the other three people he's getting a bid from. We don't over talk. I never use the word checked. I never use the word video verification Mm -hmm. or anything like that. When I'm talking to a consumer, I talk to them about when your alarm goes off, we're going to be looking at that camera right there and we can have the police here much quicker than our competitors. And that's what that consumers, that's the value he sees in it. But equally as important, Victoria is Every time an operator at a central station that you don't own Mm -hmm. talks to your customer, they now have the information needed to help your customer. You're not going to get those phone calls saying the operator was mean to me at the central (laughs) station. You know, Mm -hmm. that's so common. Right. You know, and you you try to help your customer, but you know it's never gonna change because the operator's gonna be mean next time. Yeah. (laughs) You know, because they don't have the information they need to help them.
2: Yeah. That is that that's really that's really an interesting perspective. You know, I I think we should we should probably have you come on again. I'd like to talk to you in more detail, you know, from the sales perspective, you know, from the perspective of adding more value back into these these systems that we're selling to for are people to remain competitive against the national chains? I, I think that would be an interesting follow-up podcast for us to get back together on the future. I think that would be, I think that would be great and a lot of value added to our listeners. Now, yes. for people that are interested in learning a little bit more, um, where can they get some additional information, maybe just about Guardian Alarm or Gu- Guardian Monitoring Center if they're in the North Louisiana area, or about um, about Checked.
1: Yeah, well, our, our, our integration our integration company's website is simplyguardian.com. Uh, Checked, our video monitoring platform, that uh, that's sold as an Optex product and distribution. So it's available anywhere from the ADIs and annexers to the smaller regionals. Uh, but you can find information about our product and platform at uh, checked.com, which is C-H-E-K-T.com and there's uh, uh, some dealer resources there that I, I, like, I would like to think it's kind of the Wikipedia video monitoring, if you will. There's a lot of really useful information there. We also have a YouTube channel uh, that, that talks a lot about how to change your business from doing traditional intrusion into a more uh, visually monitored alarm system. And like we talked about earlier, uh, you know, I truly believe that this is going to be the future of the security industry because an industry that has a, a, a 99% failure rate mm-hmm. uh, is not going to be able to be successful and equally as important not meet the expectations of the consumers
2: of tomorrow. Totally agree. Um, I want to thank you so much. I know that, you know, both of these entities keep you extremely busy. So I appreciate the valuable amount of time that you gave us today and sharing your success and your story um, really great information, um, to provoke some thought. Um, and like I said, I'd love to do a follow-up. We could dig a little bit deeper into how to, you know, I love that concept from the, the YouTube channel of, you know, converting your intrusion-based, um, you know, business into, you know, video. I think that that would be an interesting discussion for us to have.
0: Well, thank you so much, uh, both Victoria and Wes. We got more than a few great tips, from West. So we really appreciate you being here. Well, Victoria, it is time for the micro key in the news segment. Uh, Do you have a few hot items you'd like to share with our listeners today? I do have one.
2: I do actually. I would like to share the exciting news about our integration of our new product, MK Synergy, with our our third party monitoring stations. Okay. I'm gonna read the partners that we have currently available. So any micro key customers that utilize our Millennium or Auto Biller Plus that are partnered with the following third party monitoring stations, give us a call. We have this integration complimentary to you that will help to streamline your data entry processes. So you no longer will have to enter the information into your billing software and the monitoring station, we are going to push that information or link that information to your third-party monitoring station and give you accessibility to that information from a microkey portal, from a microkey user interface. The partners that we currently have, and the list is growing weekly, folks, so please check in with us on a periodic basis. Um, We are currently partnered with Rapid Response Monitoring, Affiliated Monitoring, All-American Monitoring, NMC Monitoring Station, U.S monitoring station, AMS monitoring station, avant-garde monitoring station, and coming soon, we are going to be bringing UCC live with our integration partner list. Super excited about this information. This is going to revolutionize our dealer's ability to um, streamline some workflow processes and have a built-in audit to know what you are currently paying, what accounts you're paying at the monitoring station um, to monitor versus what you're billing your customers. So super excited to be able to um, to add to this growing list of partners.
0: That's awesome, Victoria. That was a long list. Well, I have one too, Victoria. I just wanted to remind our listeners that Chuck Speck, my boss and executive VP at MicroKey, is hosting a podcast that is a subset of the MicroKey on Air podcast called Lock, Stock, and Barrel, and it's got the industry scoop and the bourbon tasting with his guests. So keep listening to our podcast um, episodes because his podcast is coming up next in the list. This has been MicroKey in the News. It is time for our next regular segment called Back to Uni, where we discuss what's news in MicroKey University and a tip to support you and your staff's learning and development. Have you heard of Coursera.org?
2: Not really. Can you please tell me a little bit more about it? <laughs> yes,
0: I will. <laughs> On Coursera.org, anyone can audit thousands of online college courses for free. And have you ever heard of what it means to audit? I don't. Okay, I, so I sure don't. It basically means that you get to sit in. So you don't get like to take the tests and get graded and things like that, but you get to listen to the course content as it's presented. And these are online courses. So basically watching a video of a professor in a real college, and you get to sit in it for free. And it has anything from project management, internet of things, artificial intelligence, all the way to Excel. Um, so there's a ton of great topics out there. So create a development plan for yourself today, or for your staff by going to C-O-U-R-S-E-R-A, coursera org and signing up to review a free self-paced online college course that's pretty cool that Isn't is that really cool deep? yeah I,
2: I like that i'm going to check that out after the
0: podcast yeah it's really cool and I, I don't think people realize you can take college courses for free i mean come on what a great opportunity so and also no tests so even better that's, that's <laughs> right so there is your tip for the day folks for your learning and development Well, Victoria, it's time for our inaugural microkey super user spotlight. This segment spotlights a customer, a microkey, that goes above and beyond in their knowledge and motivation to use the software to improve processes, save time, and reduce paper. Well, today we have a very special inaugural super user. Her name is Sheila Yates with Protection Systems, Inc., she was nominated by her manager, Chris Lore. Chris describes Sheila as the go-to person for everything MicroKey. He says she's a great asset who knows the program in and out to help them run their business. Sheila, congratulations for being our inaugural MicroKey super user, and to Protection Systems Inc., who will have their logo featured on our MicroKey blog.
2: Wow. I love to hear those success stories. Really awesome. awesome?
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, remember bosses, get those names in. We want to get those super users recognized and you never know, we might give one of them a guest spot on our podcast. It is time for a very special segment we call alarming humor. You know why they're alarming, Victoria?
2: I do, but please
0: refresh our guests. <laughs> <laughs> well, number one, because they're so corny <laughs> and also <laughs> because they're usually about alarms. So and, Victoria, go ahead. and
2: I'm alarmed. <laughs>
0: yes, <laughs> Most of our listeners will be alarmed too. Once they hear this joke. All right. Can you tell me this? How do you trip an alarm?
2: Please tell me how do you trip an alarm?
0: You can't. It doesn't have any feet. (laughs) Wow. So Good thing we don't promise our jokes are funny, but we do promise that they're family friendly. So be sure to share this alarming humor with all your friends and family throughout the week and spread the laughter or the groans. And tune in next podcast for our next edition of Alarming Humor, Humor Optional. Well, thank you everyone for joining us for our milestone second ever MicroKey on air podcast. We're just a family of whales on a journey, passing the time with what Victoria, how do we pass the time? If mm. we're whales, a group podcast? of whales Yes, on-, on a <laughs> podcast. If you have any ideas for or questions about the podcast, email Victoria or myself, VFarrow at microkey.com or mstone at microkey.com. And if you have any compliments on my alarming humor segment, please email me. Otherwise, don't. And I hope you all enjoyed our time together. Have a great day. Thanks, everyone.